What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drayson Mahi podcast. We got Scars over here. He talks a lot about a lot of things, but specifically, I know him best for self-development business. Uh, he's blown up for some amazing videos about why he takes cold showers and why he specifically wakes up in the morning at 4.45 a.m. Those are some of his best things. Um, I'm excited for this. And yeah, say what's up, Scars. What's good? What's good? Everybody that's uh, following Drayson, you guys are definitely following a good person. And yeah, just here to tell you guys a little bit about me and just give everybody some education that can really help them get to the next level. I'm, I'm crazy excited for this. I already talked with Scars a little bit about that before we started recording. And, and there's a lot of things that we could talk about. You know, I personally love talking about a lot of things as well. I like to consider myself the Dre of all trades. You know, everyone says Jack of all trades, but I don't know who Jack is, right? <laughs> and so... I've done a lot of things, but I love personally talk about, you know, number one thing is easily self-development. Then number two is, is business. And those things are some yeah. awesome things. I think that you provide a lot of value to people. I think you're crazy underrated and we're going to get, we're going to be getting into a lot of things. Uh, you know, I already talked about some things that you blew up for, but I'm going to be really selfish during this podcast. I'm going to ask you questions to get to know you because bro, I'm, I'm selfish. I want to get to know you on a personal level. This is going to be awesome. I just want to be able to share that with the world. And then I'm going to go on and go ahead and talk about some more popular things that Scar himself, uh, has been well known for. And some of the things that I noticed he's done, I did a deep dive on you scars. I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. But the, the first thing that I'm probably most obsessed with when it comes to self-development, I think the most underpriced knowledge that anyone can gain is from books. And I know your top three books that you talked about is Solution-Based Mind Programming, The 5 a.m. Club, and then Rich Dad Poor Dad. Bro, can we, can we go like book by book? Let's talk about Solution-Based Mind Programming. I want to hear about this. I've never read that one. Yes. So um, Solution-Based, uh, actually, if you guys are looking to purchase the book the actual name is solution based mind reprogramming reprogramming with an okay. beginning. Uh, and it's actually a book that was given to me at an event named invest fest mm -hmm. um, basically invest fest was an event hosted by earn your leisure uh, if you guys don't know what that is you know we could talk about that a little later but i received a book at invest fest by an influencer named 19 keys he's the author of the book and essentially the book is really beneficial for everyone, uh, but specifically for African-Americans to just understand exactly why we think the way we think, why our mindset towards certain things happens to be somewhat ancient and traditional, but nothing that would actually help us progress in the society. Um, he talks a lot about business, not just but business in terms of generational wealth building, but um, handling our own business and not being afraid to actually prioritize our business, things that we need to take care of on a day-to-day -day basis you know he gives tactics and activities that help you remove procrastination um and actually have the have the discipline to do things and not rely on motivation to do things because a lot of people seek motivation as their source of uh you know as their source of as their as their catalyst to actually do certain activities that they don't want to do but discipline he talks about building that he talks about specific activities to do in the morning that actually will progress will pro help you progress as a as a person overall physically mentally emotionally spiritually and he just gives a lot of basically you know self-development tactics and uh, he makes you aware of a lot of things that most people wouldn't make you aware about so it sounds like a lot just, of just like overall being a well-rounded person individual yeah and, yeah, and I yeah, want to yeah. I want to point out, bro. You talked a lot uh, about that motivation, specifically how people feel like they need to rely on motivation to be able to get things done. 
that hit with yeah. me so hard because I've, I've literally got so fed up in comment sections on TikTok about people saying like, no, bro, motivation is all you need. I'm like, bro, discipline plays the fucking game while motivation yeah. sleeping, bro. And and it's, it's insane that, you know, people only want to do things when they're motivated because that as I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning to take my girlfriend to work and yeah. I probably got like maybe seven hours of sleep last night, six hours of sleep. I'm not used to that. I'm usually used to like nine hours of sleep, but I, I disciplined myself to make sure that I got everything set up for this podcast. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, it's not in the position that I like to be for my usual recording because I moved into a new place recently and, mm-hmm. and the, I didn't have motivation. There's no motivation in me besides the fact that I really just want to do this podcast with you and talk with you and discipline mm-hmm. played in instead of motivation and discipline is what got me to the point where I'm at right now, not motivation. And that, that's a big thing. What, what's some of the favorite things that you probably learned from that book? Like I, I know motivation over or discipline with motivation sounds great. Uh, spiritual yeah. stuff, you know, I, all this overall just being self-development, it's gotta have had some amazing things to tap into. Yes. So I actually just finished the book, a solution based on my reprogramming. I finished it on Sunday. It's Monday right now. So I finished it yesterday. And I guess, uh, to answer your question, some of the, some of my favorite things was essentially just removing a lot of misconceptions, um, removing, I think removing misconceptions specifically about, uh, specifically mental and mindset misconceptions. A lot of people have the mindset that they should have things given to them. Mm. And I specifically want to touch upon that with the African-American community due to the fact that we have a history of being enslaved and due to the fact that a lot of times we have um, looked for other people we've had our hands out instead of wanting to be the person handing things out. Uh, A lot of times it's created a victim mentality, a slave mentality to where we rely on other people to help us achieve our goals. But essentially what 19 Key specifically talks about is inside the book, he talks about how nothing will happen without proactivity. A lot of us are reactive instead of proactive. Mm-hmm. And it, the best way to accomplish things is by actually, a, you know, taking action instead of relying on somebody to act on your behalf, you act on your own behalf. So just removing that kind of traditional mindset that, you know, somebody's going to save you or that something's going to fall out the sky to actually help you achieve your goals. You have to just get it on your own and it gives specific, you know, things, practical ways to help you achieve those things on your own, especially in the morning. Bro, that's an amazing message right there. You said, it, what was the author's name? 19? 19 Keys. You 19 can look up Keys. Instagram, 19 underscore Keys. Bro, that's, that's an amazing message. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like, the stuff that 19 Keys talking about, things that you're talking yeah. about right now, it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. I know, um, speaking about that whole reactive, proactive type thing, I learned that exact same mentality, but just in a little bit different wording, right? The wording that I was uh, taught and learned to use was, yeah, we don't want to be reactionary. We want to be able to anticipate what's going to be coming up. Because when you're able to anticipate, you don't have to react. You anticipate things. You're able to say, oh, I had a feeling this was going to come or I was able to plan for something like this coming. That way I can make a difference. I can pave the road out to the way that I want to go and make sure that I can make a difference. Right. Being that active stance, not just being reactionary, you know, sitting still until something's about to happen. Right. Yeah, for for sure. For sure. For sure. I think that's kind of the mentality where 
you know, if you stay prepared, you never have to get prepared. Yep. That's a good that's yeah, what, what, what's, what's the other saying about failure uh, and planning? Like, plan. If you, uh, yeah, if you I, I forget the words. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. See, you got it. Yeah, uh, yeah that, I feel like that's the exact same same message, right? They're they're on the on the pages and they're getting it done. You know, be mm-hmm. be don't stop being just reactionary, right? For sure. Five a.m. club. I know you talk a lot about four forty-five a.m. specifically. Wake wake up. It helps you get yeah. one two days extra in a week. We're talking about a nine-day week over a seven-day uh-huh. week. That's amazing. You know, I, yeah. I like that idea. I can't. I'm personally not going to put in the effort to wake up early, but like I know there's so many benefits that you talked about. You know, yeah. mainly getting that time back, being able to use that time for a greater purpose that allows you to go forward in your purpose and achieving those kind of things. I know you talked mm-hmm. about some things about, you know, being able to work on your side hustle, being able to get, you know, a good workout and that way your body's ready for the rest of the day. You know, what other kind of stuff does that look like for you? And like, why, yeah. why are you doing it that way? And, and why would you tell other people to do it that way too? So the main reason why I specifically started waking up early, um, I'll actually date it back to a story where I was in high school. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, I'm 18 years old. Uh, I graduated high school last year at 17. I'm a year ahead. But when I was 15 in 2019, I had a I had a biology project. And essentially what happened was I was working with somebody. I had a partner and it was around 12 a.m. And I was trying to grind out the biology project. And a lot of times during that year, I was tasked with a lot of activities but I was doing the tasks in a wrong manner. I would stay up late instead of wake up early. And in my opinion, just for me personally, staying up late doesn't really help me because I'm getting more tired. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, it's, it feels like I'm just beat. my head is beating up against a wall. And, mm-hmm. you know, the more I work, the more tired I get on top of the fact that I'm getting sleepier. So just like a double negative. Uh, so basically what I did that night, uh, you know, around May 2019 to finish the project was instead of actually going the full, you know, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. route to stay up and finish the mm-hmm. project. I decided instead, you know, even if I can't get enough sleep, you know, if I, if only I can get, even if I can only get about five hours of sleep, let me wake up at 5 a.m. and just finish the project in the morning. And it took a lot of, uh, it took a lot of just drive. It took a lot of, I, I don't want to use the word motivation, <laughs> but it took, a lot of, it took a lot of internal discipline. To just mm-hmm. actually wake up that early and have the, and have the actual, uh, the, to just have to drive to complete the assignment. But what I did was I woke up early and even though, you know, maybe for the first 15 to 30 minutes, I was a little bit tired. Uh, I ended up waking up and feeling more energized as I kept working on the project because what happens in the morning when you wake up early is your body produces a hormone called serotonin, which is a, is a hormone that actually causes you to wake up. Um, when I was pulling on nighters two, three a.m., uh, you know my body's producing melatonin, which no, is a definitely hormone. definitely not serotonin, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're just getting sleepier. So when I, when I figured that out, when I figured out, okay, um, I can wake up early and kind of be a little bit more productive and have more of more energy and mental clarity when I'm working on assignments or doing anything. I, I wanted to take that route, so I kept doing that. Eleventh grade, I, I kept waking up early to do schoolwork, 12th grade, I kept doing it. And I just got better and better each year of high school, which is waking up early, but also making sure I get enough sleep. 
not five hours, but you know, around seven hours at least, at least, at least six, and mm-hmm. making sure that I could just get get the amount of sleep, but also wake up early at the same time so I have enough time. Yeah, to hit, hit that sweet sweet point, right? You know, the yeah, one facts, that that facts, gets the facts. the progress that you yeah. need, but then yeah, also, balance. yeah, exactly, balance. Some, yeah, you know, so that's yeah, that's that's actually uh, how I started, and I I say like that. Those habits that I built in high school, just waking up early on my own and still trying to manage getting enough sleep, they actually translated into, you know, me getting into college right now. I'm about to be a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And just me getting interested and me gaining interest in like business and finance and actual self development techniques like working out, cold showers, uh, reading, learning new things, meditation, just getting into all, just getting into the self improvement space when I just learned about certain activities to do in the morning. I just applied the same amount of discipline and the same habits that I built up in high school and I combined it with new rituals and it's definitely had a good effect on my life so far. Would you say that waking up early is like the start of your self-development thing and it just kind of naturally happened almost? Yeah, that's what I, I will say. I will say it was the start. I will say when I um, figured out just in 2019 like that I was I needed to work smarter and not harder, mm-hmm. it, it, it's when I really started to just kind of learn i was i wasn't making content back then but that's that was the start of my journey from a learning standpoint from an mm-hmm. education standpoint and that's you know i started to watch videos about productivity i started to you know manage my productivity and make sure i could curate it to the best of my needs mm-hmm. and not everybody else's needs. so no, i would say that, that was hard. that's a good one and i also want to say like the fact that it naturally happened and then you took what you learned there and then applied that same knowledge onto other things that you're talking about, the meditation, all those kind of things, being able to act in the discipline that you learned from that first step towards growth. That's yeah. a key thing because I think people overcomplicate that kind of stuff a lot. They say, no, this is different. This has to have some sort of different thing that I put effort into it, right? But it's really not that different. It can be the yeah. exact same way that you did the thing that you've done before, waking up at early in the morning, but you just got to switch it to kind of like you were saying, besides curating content and making it the best for yourself and the audience as well, you can mm-hmm. curate your actions towards what you're ever going to do. So if that looks yeah. like curating, hey, you know, the discipline that I put into waking up early, yes, it is going to be different for meditation, but it can be similar. And being similar, mm-hmm. it just looks like curating and switching around to to be X different, right? And, and that's yeah. a key thing because, you know, keep it simple. I love the acronym KISS, K-I-S-S, keep it super simple. And, yeah. and when you're going along with, especially self-development, you're pushing yourself to be the best that you can be. You're pushing yourself. So why would you want yeah. it to be complicated? For sure. Yeah. So, so what does, what does the 5am club play into your, your morning routine? Does it play into your morning routine or is it just like, Hey, this is good for other people? Yeah, I'd say it's good. It's definitely good for other people. It's definitely good for other people and it can be good for other people, but Specifically for me, considering my journey and my background with waking up early, uh, just in high school, when I read the 5 a.m. club, I felt like it was just a perfect match. It was like a match made in heaven mm. from a book standpoint and from learning standpoint. So I read the 5 a.m. club uh, April of this year mm-hmm. and pretty much all of April from the beginning of April to the end of April. I was reading the book and it really, man, just the tactics and activities and the routines and the education, it really was just life changing and mindset changing because from a morning routine standpoint, I learned the science about why 
certain activities should be done in a certain order mm-hmm. and why you should do those why you should do those certain activities in the morning mm-hmm. right when right after you wake up instead of doing them later in the afternoon give me some examples like i know that we talked about working out working out here a lot about like oh everyone works out in the morning who's into these self-development things i hate working out in the morning i love working out at like 9 p.m right before the gym closes because like nobody's there right is it like working out for you like what did the 5 a.m talk about for like anything specific that you can talk about for sure uh so i'll definitely get some game uh in terms of working out in the morning some benefits of that he specifically the author of the 5am club specifically cited cardio and uh, the benefits of cardio especially in the morning is that for one it improves mental clarity a lot of times because uh because strength training uh i think is a lot it's very common in like the gym bro community mm-hmm. to only do like weightlifting and things of that nature but the benefits of cardio is that it actually it's it's a it's a bit harder but it removes that initial brain fog that somebody would have in the morning because you're having the blood circulate in your body mm. to a greater extent than you would you know when you're actually lifting weights you know with the blood circulation it's sending oxygen to the brain increased oxygen to the brain removes brain fog and it removes that lack of mental clarity that you would usually have in the morning when you wake up mm-hmm. so just having that extra blood circulation that extra oxygen and eventually and so forth that extra mental clarity it allows you to do the things that you want to do in the morning in terms of working on your side hustle if you have one it mm-hmm. allows you to be able to focus if you're reading in the morning it allows you to be able to you know meditate afterwards you know instead of just going to sleep after mm-hmm. you, you wake up in the morning trying to meditate so definitely doing early morning cardio that was something that i learned as a beneficial activity and one thing that i really liked about it was the fact that i was doing early morning cardio it was beneficial for me because i learned about doing early morning cardio and i combined that with my prior knowledge of cold showers mm-hmm. so i was like okay i could just do this cardio then take a cold shower after right so every pretty much a lot of things that i've learned throughout books i've just pieced it together with prior background knowledge mm-hmm. and it's just much gonna match me to heaven for that so that's my thoughts on that. It's cool that so wow. many things Great. just happen to like naturally line up along your journey. Uh, speak going back to like yeah. the the blood flow and all the thing kind of things. I hear about that stuff a lot when it comes to working out in the morning as well as cold showers. Yeah. Like it helps get your blood flowing, uh, like you said, clarity. And there was two yeah. things that I was trying to do my own research on to see if it would at least bring similar results, but work for me better. Because like I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, I I usually do heavy weightlifting. Uh, also, I like swimming a lot more too. And so, you know, I'm not the keenest on cardio, but nonetheless, like I want to say like, if it's going to be beneficial, I'm going to, you know, make sure I do it. I'm going to put in the effort to make sure that I go out of my way to make sure I get the Mm -hmm. benefits if it's so beneficial. But I was also doing my research and and looking into it like, hey, well, if blood flow is the main thing and clarity, some of the big things that comes into, you know, being able to why people work out in the morning or run in the morning or whatever it may be, you know, what's some other solutions that might work for me? And the ones I ended up looking for is right. So everyone used to think that, you know, ice baths or putting cold 
on worked out muscles and sore muscles actually was a solution to help, you know, gain recovery and all that kind of stuff. But recently, you know, the person who came out with that study saying that ice was a thing was like, hey, bro, I'm fucking wrong. You know, it's actually heat that helps out. And so he's going to he's going to help relax it, allow for more blood flow. And so the first thing that I got into was, well, warm showers. I don't like fucking burning hot showers. Not me. Yeah. But I was thinking, okay, well, warm showers is going to help apply heat to my whole body, right? But I also like cold showers. I do cold showers as well. But what I do is I'll start off with heat, right? Be able to get my blood flowing and I'll end it off with like a lukewarm thing. And that way my body is able to get blood flowing through the relaxation and release from the heat. But then I also get the benefits of the cold shower because I ended off and that usually helps me, you know, like that fogginess that you're talking about. I had hella fogginess if I'm doing only hot showers, but when I spray myself down with the cold showers, right, that helps me get the clarity too. And so yeah. it, I don't think it's going to be as effective as running, but that's another solution that I found for myself. And the other thing to talk about that as well is since I don't really like cardio, but I fuck with swimming, swimming, I don't know if I'd say it is cardio. But swimming, I feel like it's going to get that blood moving as well. So maybe I should be looking into swimming in the mornings instead of trying to go for a jog, walk, run, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah. th those are some cool things like that that sure. I've just been looking into because I'm, I'm very much into alternative ways because I've noticed throughout my life that um, I'm not necessarily average. I'm not unique, right? Or no, I, I am more unique. And mm -hmm. to give you a bit of history, like at 10 years old, I had cancer. I had this thing called osteoblastoma. And usually that's a tumor in your spine. It happened in my head. And so speaking of your scar, I'm, you can't see because my hair is longer, but I have this strip yeah. scar that goes right down here where they cut into my head to be able to perform the the surgery. And, and, that, and sadly, since uh, we didn't get the surgery in time, it pinched my optic nerve, which means that I can't see fully on my right eye. And so I've just noticed like, bro, the things that I do, have to be adjusted to fit me best i've noticed that yeah. the thing that works for everyone may not work for you and finding alternatives mm -hmm. to do that and just be able to grow your knowledge and then acting on the knowledge that you've gained to get where you want to be is is key it's such a huge thing to be able to to see all that progress while still being different or unique if you see it in the bad light and it has that stigma it's not stigma it doesn't have to be something bad that unique thing that you have about yourself whether it's scars whether it's that you have cancer whether it's that you can't see out of your right eye or maybe you're paraplegic right these things don't have to define you in a negative light you can use that to your advantage and you can know that you can work around it and get to another level um and and just raise yourself up you know you don't got to be down I, that, was, that was a tangent but bro i had to say that yeah, it yeah. felt right um yeah moving on with the books because we're just hitting three books rich yeah. dad poor dad i know i love rich dad poor dad that was the first um financial literacy book that i that i read so much knowledge in it and then moved on to a lot of other books by robert kiyosaki i love a lot yes. of robert's stuff twitter he goes a little crazy on twitter i don't know about his twitter but his podcast is all right mm -hmm. um <laughs> i mean i know a lot of things that I loved about Rich Dad Poor Dad. Let's talk about it. What, what do you think would be the most valuable thing to someone who's looking to be the best version of themselves and someone who's trying to understand business? Yes. So somebody that's trying to be the best version of themselves, but also trying to understand business, I would say that the main thing, I'd say just, just a starting point, a starting point in terms of like a piece of advice, definitely take your own route. Uh, I think that's something that 
is applicable within the, I guess, self self improvement category and business category. Uh, not everybody has the same type of goals when it comes to self improvement. Some people may focus more on working out because they may be, you know, overweight. But some people may also focus more on eating healthy because they already work out, but their mm-hmm. diet is not, you know, in the right place. So, number one, uh, I say just find your place. You know, from a business standpoint. I think starting a business is probably the best way to get to know somebody because when you start your own business or you get into like, I guess the business slash investing world, like you definitely have to do things that are aligned with your interests. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell anybody that if you're not, if you're, if you're uninterested in something, don't invest in it. Or if maybe not uninterested, but if you're uninterested in, you know, maybe a, a certain type of, I guess what's what's the what's the correct word I would use? Um, not not niche, but are you looking for something I'm like you just don't know that space as well? Industry, industry. I'm sorry. No, if you're good. if you're not interested in a certain industry, like I'm I'm personally not interested in like a makeup industry, mm-hmm. but I'm mm-hmm. interested in you know kind of technology. I'm mm-hmm. interested in that industry. So what I do is I have you know a lot of my investments or not investing, but a lot of the time that I invest in is mm-hmm. learning about things like cryptocurrencies, NFTs, because I like futuristic technology that I think would actually progress a society. It, it kind of goes actually, back to that anticipation, right? You're yeah, anticipating like yeah, web three, yeah. I see the value in it. Let me understand yeah, it. Let exactly. me do my 50 hours of yeah. research, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just because like I, I see the future in it and because it's something I'm interested in, I have the, you know, I have the drive and I have the desire to learn about it and you know maybe start a business within that space mm-hmm. or invest something in that space. So I think when it comes to just self-development and business slash investing in general, just definitely go first where your areas of interest are. Mm-hmm. And you know after you find your areas of interest, within those areas of interest, find promising opportunities that have a future. So you know with the technology thing, like I'm interested in technology with the future. Mm-hmm. So. Once I have identified my interests, the second thing I can do is okay, within this technology, within this technology space, what do I see as something that would be around for not just five years, but ten years, mm-hmm. twenty years? I believe that, you know, personal feeling like within the Web3 space, there's a lot of promising opportunity when it comes to cryptocurrencies, DAOs, NFTs, mm-hmm. uh, digital real estate, just things within that, you know, whole I guess that whole industry you know, or what have you, you know, those are things that I'm actually learning about. And instead of being ignorant or looking to one person or following what the masses think about Web3, I do my research and I learn from yes. like the masses within Web3. I learn, okay, the people who have been in this space for a long time and have a lot of experience, let me learn from them. So that's also some game for people that are interested in the self-development and business and investing space. Like if you have people that you see They've had a lot of experience within this space. They've, you know, done a lot of research and they've had success. Follow them. So if it's a workout person, if it's somebody that works out a lot and they have the success that you want, follow them. The same thing with the business and investing space. If you see somebody that's an entrepreneur and they actually have the success that you want to have in this specific industry. One of the simplest way that I love to put that, uh, I'm sorry, I have a horrible thing about interrupting people, but I want to bring value to people. I think one of the easiest ways to put that into words is don't take advice from people you wouldn't switch places with right yeah because if you're looking to let's let's say my mom or my dad 
weren't that great and they aren't in a, the best financial space. Why would I take advice from them? You know, yeah. go look for someone who's in the places that you would trade places with, right? Would you want to be able to, you know, own a comp company like VaynerMedia? Are, are you into that marketing stuff? Okay, well, you should probably go look into Gary sure. Vee. You should go listen to what he has to say. It, yeah. If you're, you know, just starting out your journey and you want to know like some basic benefits, you know, let's go follow Scars, right? Let's go, let's go look into him because he's at a place where I want to be at, right? E even yeah. if it's it's not the the biggest step, but if they're just ahead of you and you want to, and you would trade places with them, that's the person that you should be taking advice from. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And and it's specific thing, I'd say definitely get very specific on, you know, exactly who you would who you would trade prices with and you could possibly seek mentorship from that person and definitely seek value from that person like for me um for me personally like when i look at when i look at books now and you know when i'm when i'm reading books mm -hmm. i specifically look for books that i that are like related to something that i'm trying to learn a lot about and become competent in so when it came to just me getting the 5 a.m. club, I knew that I had the goal of waking up eventually at 5 a.m. Like before, mm -hmm. before April, I wasn't waking up that early, but that was my goal. I wanted to wake up at that time because I knew how much, how productive I could be if I was waking up that early. And because I thought that was my goals and I was interested in actually accomplishing that, I got a book about it and I read it and I just applied the principles and. You know, it's kind of like the, hey, I have this strength. I have this want. Let's deep dive into it. Get to as best as I know I can get it and then go from there. Right. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I want to talk a little bit about Rashad Portad too, because I think I think it's such a great foundation. A big thing for me that I, I talk about with self-development or if I'm not talking about it enough, I'm going to make sure I talk about it more is I think people really need to have a solid foundation. Like everything needs to be built on a solid foundation. Cause I've realized a lot in whether it's society, whether it's just people that you meet, uh, wherever you're at, whether it's college, you're walking down the street, you go to the pubs, whatever it is. I've noticed this one huge pattern throughout all people. And the huge pattern for the people that I see specifically when they aren't in the place where they want to be is because they don't have a solid foundation. And there's two things I help out with building a solid foundation. And I'm gonna break them down into actions right now. It's really simple. The first thing is kind of like what we were just talking about with being very clear and having that clarity from basically where you're at, where you wanna be, and then the journey in between. It comes down to those three things. You know, where you're at, where you wanna be, and then the journey to get there. So that's one thing that I think people can use to help build a solid foundation is having clarity. And then the second thing is, I talk about this way too much probably, but I'm gonna keep talking about it, is defining your values and beliefs because your values and beliefs, your thoughts that make you who you are is gonna be creating your default actions. One thing that I heavily believe in is the idea that you're gonna resort back to your natural habits. So if your natural habits aren't good, no matter how much of a facade or you can put up when you consciously think about something, you'll go back to those subconscious habits and thoughts, right? And so building yeah. up your values and beliefs into a foundation that will create your natural habits to be something that is progressive and getting you somewhere where you want to be is ideal. 
I just want to say that real quick. And so building a foundation through knowledge, whether it be reading the 5 a.m. club, whether it be through Rich Dad, Poor Dad, whether it be through crushing it, right? Whatever books that you have clarified and say, hey, this is what I want to build myself up in. These are the areas I want to gain my strengths and make them even stronger. Having that solid foundation is going to get you there. It's going to help build that clarity. Uh, motivation, discipline, basically all of the values and beliefs, it'll build it together and they'll just keep elaborating. And eventually it's going to be exponential. Yeah, sure. So I totally. know speaking of reset poor dad, mm-hmm. my bad. Did you have something that you want to say? No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Speaking of reset poor dad, you know, we talked a lot about business. I've seen some things on your social media links. I'm very interested mm-hmm. in the stand stores. I've looked into those kind of things. What kind of business stuff or side hustle things have you been getting yourself into? Yes. So in terms of some side hustle that I've been getting myself into, I actually uh, just recently launched my first digital product. Uh, it's an ebook specifically about how I became fluent in Spanish outside of school. And essentially that ebook was, I, I didn't even have the plan to come up. I didn't even have the plan to write the ebook. Uh, before somebody asked me on one of my viral videos, um, if you look at my page, the most viral video, it might have around 83,000 views. Uh, mm-hmm. It's about, you know, I think it's two apps that I use to become fluent in Spanish outside of school. And it got a lot of traction and got a lot of views. Somebody in the comments said, you know, instead of using these apps, I'd rather pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to do IT Spanish. And I, I saw that as a, I saw that as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to take that for granted. So I was like, okay, how can I make something that's, you know, educational, but also affordable because I knew my audience is mainly college students. Mm-hmm. So I did was I decided to write an ebook, um, wrote it all by myself using Canva. I, I think I should definitely make a tutorial about how to write an ebook if somebody's interested. And yeah, it, you know, it took me a little longer than expected. I wanted to have it done in a week and it took me probably about three to four. But damn, bro. Uh, it's definitely good. I think that's really good. I've been working on. Uh... I've been working on a guided journal because in the self-development space, I've seen that like the so the three biggest things I've seen that people actually want to buy are between mm-hmm. like some affirmation stuff, some journal things, as well as like some other like um, basically things that remind them to be the best, right? Yeah, for sure. And bro, I've been, I set a goal that I want to get this uh, guided journal done in a month. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a month and a half now and i'm mainly like a third done with this thing and yeah. I, i've been keeping on the low because because i really want to surprise people i want to be like bro I, i've yeah. been building this shit in my garage type thing yeah. Um, yeah. here's this amazing new like iron man suit that i made just for you right sure. so the fact that you got that shit done in like two weeks is crazy um i've i wanted to check it out too i'm not you know interested yeah. in, in learning spanish personally but i was just like yeah, i just yeah. want to see what scars can make i just want to see what this guy has come up with but i really like yeah. the idea that you literally saw a comment and you took action on it you're like hey there's a problem yeah. i want to create a solution i know my people yeah. too i know my target i know what i want to hit let's do it that is amazing yeah, yeah. to have facts facts i i see that you know you can't take you know if somebody gives you if somebody gives you an opportunity, I don't think you should just, you know, fail to take action on that. Like, I mean, I, a lot of people, they have imposter syndrome and they think, you know, nobody's going to buy my product, maybe because nobody's told them they'll, they'll actually buy. But when somebody literally told me, okay, like they'd rather right. buy from me 
and buy from you know a major company you know actually purchase their app and buy a subscription from the app I, I i knew i had to take action so you know i decided to write the book and i have the book up on my stand store uh, i definitely i definitely uh want everybody to tap in with it because i don't make spanish content spanish educational mm -hmm. content anymore so i was like okay with me kind of transitioning out of because at least leaves them some sort of value yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me leave don't want to leave them hanging yeah, I'm gonna leave them with something that it has everything. Like, you know, I don't have to make more videos. Like, literally everything. How I got better at speaking, writing, listening, reading. How I increased my reading speed. Mm -hmm. You know, which can help you with Spanish. Like, my journey with Spanish. Why I wrote the book. Like, I'm literally breaking down every single thing. You know, piece by piece in that ebook. And if you, you know, if anybody from Dre's podcast is watching this video, I definitely can set up a discount code. You know people that are listening to this and it'll be linked down below everything for scars all, right. all the social right. media all his links they're going to be down below so feel free to check it out but yeah okay cool i kind of want to hop on the train there's, there's two things i really want to talk about as far yeah. as i remember you started learning spanish uh heavily mainly because you're going to puerto rico right uh that wasn't the original that wasn't the initial motivation so I, i've been learning spanish independently since 2020 uh, since, you know, I say, I say the, the start of my independent Spanish learning was probably like June of 2020, Okay, you know, when it was, it wasn't attached to school, so to speak. Yeah. I wasn't doing yeah. School um, June of 2020, I bought like an introductory Spanish program and it, it honestly wasn't, it, it honestly wasn't enough for me because in, in school, like I, Spanish was something that I was always interested in. It was a subject that mm -hmm. I really liked. So truthfully, like I, I had a good foundation for, with Spanish before I started learning more independently. But the reason I stressed so much that I learned outside of school was because I actually learned more on my own. So mm -hmm. I learned uh, on my own through the program that I purchased in June of 2020. Um, and I also learned a lot of my own uh, fall of 2020 mm -hmm. winter of 2020 i watched a lot of netflix uh youtube videos um every every which way that i learned spanish i put it in an ebook you guys should definitely check that out but um 2021 you know got a little it was a, it was a little bit of a a little bit of a disconnect mm -hmm. but 2022 i went to puerto rico in may of this year yeah and that was definitely a motivator for me to kind of just reconnect on the thing and yeah, yeah. So I started getting, I started having one-on-one -on -one calls with native Spanish speakers. Um, I took a Spanish class that helped a little bit, um, not as much, but it, you know, a little bit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Puerto Rico. I say definitely when I came back from Puerto Rico, I could probably officially say that I was fluent, or may, maybe not when I left, but that definitely helped me increase my fluency just being in a Spanish-speaking environment for the whole time. That's correct. You go deep into these things. I love like how deep dive heavy you go into all the things that you want to strengthen up. It just makes sense. Like I wouldn't even think I, I might think because because I, I, I took it. Um, one of my best friends in the world is my old Spanish teacher. And, and so I, I might think to go, oh, I, I probably should talk to someone who's fluent <laughs> and, and get a natural. Right. But yeah, but like if I'm being honest, if I didn't have a interest at all to speak uh, a different language like i probably would not think about man i should literally just go talk to people 
Um, just yeah. because that's not even where I'm focused because, you know, everything that I've been taught throughout my life from school, all those kind of things, right, is you get it formally. Someone goes through the steps with you, right? And that's not really what you do because when you're developing as a person, when you're developing as a kid, you don't have someone sit down with you and be like, hey, this is a vow. This is this. This is a yeah. conjunction, whatever it is. They don't do that. You know what happens? You yeah. talk with them. You're literally just with yeah. them 24-7. And if you don't understand them, they'll just be like, they point over there and they're like, this is it. Like that thing, this is this word, right? This yeah. is what that means, right? So yeah. it's it's smart. Sure. It's nice. Um, yeah. That's really sure. sick. How'd you like Puerto Rico? I've, I've always liked the idea of traveling. I really want to go to uh, Manchester because I'm a huge Manchester City fan. Like what's up with Puerto Rico? Why, why Puerto Rico out yeah. of all places? So I actually went to Puerto Rico. I was there for five weeks and it was for study abroad. Uh, I chose to go to Puerto Rico over Spain specifically because just being just being someone that was, has been knowledgeable about different Spanish dialects, uh, Spain, Spanish that is originated in Spain is actually a little bit different than mm-hmm. Spanish in Latin America. Latin Americans, they they don't really talk as fast. And even if there are some Latin Americans that talk fast, they don't specifically talk with a lisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of Spaniards talk with a lisp because the original king had a lisp and that passed on to the people. Mm. So the reason I decided to go to Puerto Rico was because uh, it has not, it's Latin American Spanish. That's mostly the Spanish that I learned in high school and that I learned, you know, on my own outside of school. And also, it's an actual U.S. territory, so I. I could take a domestic flight. It's not really that much different. Yeah, it's a little bit um, easier, a little less. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I forget what it's called, I, but yeah. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the infrastructure is similar, especially in like the city part where a lot of tourists come, a lot of vacationers come. So it's definitely a, a very a, a very nice city, definitely a vacation spot, mm-hmm. and it made me feel like I was at home, but away from home at the same time. So. That makes sense. Like there's some similarities, but there's also those differences yeah. that tack you in. Yeah. I yeah, feel that. Yeah. Okay. One, one thing that I really want to talk about as well, since we've mainly talked about self-development business, um, what other business stuff have you been into? I know you went to that, uh, what is it? Conference type thing mm-hmm. recently. I saw yeah. those interviews they are doing great on Instagram. That's really awesome. Um, what kind of business stuff specifically have you been into besides maybe like the, the ebooks that you're selling. I saw like the one-on-one yeah. coaching that you can do. Ask any questions about mm-hmm. self-development, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is there anything behind the scenes I can get like a little look into or? Yeah, uh, so some business, uh, I guess a business that I'm looking to actually start will be my own podcast. Um, I just recently moved into an apartment uh, in Midtown Atlanta. Nice. And basically my goal is to have a podcast studio um, mm-hmm. Because I'm going to be here for this, at least this half of the year up until December and probably most likely until May of next year, I'm mm-hmm. um, definitely going to have some podcast equipment. Um, I, I know I'm very knowledgeable about the streams of income within mm-hmm. podcasting, whether it be live shows, whether it be running ads, whether it be yep. promos, whether it be uh, just different different ways to make money. Mm-hmm. And sponsorships there's a lot of there's a lot of different Bro, ways I, to just i got you too i've been doing podcasts for like a year and a half now uh mm-hmm. you know it's been a journey i probably have over a hundred something episodes it's yeah. really awesome i'd be more than happy to 
help hook you up with the research that I've done. That way you don't have to, you know, waste your time looking for what the best mic is, what the best webcam is, how, how to record it, best way to release it and connect it to all the platforms. I can help you out with that. So feel free to, you know, yeah. let me know. I got you. I'm more than happy yeah. to. But yeah, okay, yeah. so podcast, so, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's something that I'm uh, definitely working on behind the scenes. Is it kind of, are you going to kind of do like that standard social media route, get uh, everything going, but then, you know, switch it to that unique, like I can turn this into something that can make me money too. Is that kind of the goal? Yeah, yes and no. So okay. what I will say is uh, I definitely am interested in having social media be a catalyst for a coaching program, mm -hmm. a digital product, a digital service, um, maybe, uh, you know, other links that come in the future, uh, promotions, sponsorships, deals, things of that mm -hmm. nature. But I also do believe in working on things behind the scenes because uh, personally for me, I've truthfully always had business and finance be something that I'm interested in mm -hmm. uh, in terms of not just making content about, um, you know, I'm kind of doing that now, but also doing that behind the scenes. So within just getting into podcasting and getting into other side hustles that don't rely on marketing, mm -hmm. um, I actually, you know, in one of my videos, I talked about how I secured uh, an internship. Um, I secured, it's, it's a remote internship, nice. part-time. And it's, it's not, it doesn't take up a lot of my time. So that's why I'm really excited with actually, you know, adding the internship to one of my sources of income. And I also, secured a deal where people will pay me per post, you know, on their social media platforms as well. So That's just amazing. doing things like that to just help me build the capital to, you know, invest into new things for my brand and outside of my brand. I believe, I believe in, you know, balance. That's, yeah. So it's, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. You, you like the yeah, social yeah. media side because it's yeah. something that you've always been interested in. Uh, I'm sure as a creator, I know one of my biggest drives is just, I want to make an impact, right? I'm sure that's the same for you. And then on top of that, yeah, you can also happen to get, you know, some right. income from it. But then I, I also agree with that building on the behind the scenes, because if yeah. you rely everything on social media, then right, right, that's one route that you have to rely on. And one of the biggest yeah. things about income business and all that kind of things is that you should be able to have multiple pillars to support yourself. And that's, so that that's that. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is that. Uh, one source of income is too close to none. Yep. And I believe that's definitely true. You know, 2022, just to add some comedic aspects to this podcast, like we've had gas prices soar through the roof, grocery prices soar through the roof, and I'm pretty sure everybody's felt it. But a lot of people, they kind of have a victim mentality towards rising prices and they get mad at, you know, you know, they may get mad at the people rising the prices, but you can also make more money. Yes. Yeah, why yeah. why have the victim mentality when well, like we yeah. literally what we started talking about at the very beginning, take action to just create the solution yeah. yourself. Don't wait for other people to do things for you. Don't have that sense yeah. of entitlement. You know, get after it, just get going because right. it's it's just easier. It's just mm -hmm. easier. No one said it's going to be easy, but it's going to be easier than waiting for everyone else because you know what's going to happen? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's going to yeah. happen if you just keep waiting around. And, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I know one of my favorite things considering like the one source of income versus multiple is since most people have that one source of income from their job, I've always learned the job as J-O-B, right? Just over broke, you know? Cause like you were saying, it's one source away from being zero. 
and so yeah, i hate i hate having that in my head of like uh oh i'm working my job no i'm working at job i'm working at job I, I always have to catch myself saying you know job because i'm like no i'm just over broke i got to get this other stuff to get me going and and that yeah. job reminder is kind of like a mixture of motivation because it's like oh man i don't want to that fear of just over broke is a motivator right yes yeah for sure that's yeah, that definitely. uh i i'm serious that's kind of all the questions that i got uh okay. i'd love to talk with you more but i don't really know what to talk about <laughs> you good you good you good if you want to go check out scars all the links like i said are going to be down in the description below uh anything that the people should be looking forward to from you scars definitely be in tune uh i actually have an interview another interview dropping from invest fest i'm gonna drop that uh, on my page as of this recording you know i'm gonna drop it today uh definitely saying definitely stay tuned for my podcast that i'm dropping in the future um i also am planning to have a, another business opportunity i didn't talk about that i have working behind the scenes i'm planning to host a content creation workshop probably about two to three days. I've seen a lot of people ask me, how do I edit my videos? How do I have engaging captions with colors and emojis? Mm -hmm. How do I have the cuts be smooth, things of that nature? Um, I'll definitely talk about all of that in my workshop uh, slash bootcamp. So definitely stay in tune with that. And in terms of the things that I already have right now, definitely check out my ebook, uh, $20, but I'll definitely make a maybe a 25% discount code for everybody that watched the end of this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at scarsmstars1, TikTok at scarsmstars1, YouTube is just scars, but every link will be in Dre's subscription. I mean, Dre's uh, description. So definitely stay in tune for everything and tap into the things I have right now. That's all I have to say. Heard it here first. Everything's going to be down in the description. Scars is awesome. Make sure to check him out. If you like me, you'll okay. definitely like him. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. I'll talk to you later.